Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to tonight's episode of Dice and Magic, where a bunch of us nerds sit around and pretend to be other people. Um, coming right off the back of last week, we are following our friend Leaf on this Wildwood adventure that he's on. So, let's get into it. Last episode, Leaf made his way through Greyfog to make his getaway after securing information regarding the Church of the Cresting Sun. Quickly dispatching a guard in a restaurant, narrowly avoiding escape after being shot by an arrow across the city centre and embracing both fight and flight, Leaf eventually procured Wyatt's horse and with a well-placed lie, the young elf made it past the gatehouse and rode on for days. Stopping at a small trading post on the border, and then on the 10th day after leaving said trading post, when the sun was at its highest, our rogue found himself entering the city of Tremera, being told by the guards that the city itself is playing home to many people who are seeking ref- refuge from Greyfog after the church's collapse. Late into the evening on a walk, Leaf heard a commotion down a more secluded side street where he found three youths, the youths, uh, harassing... The rapscallions. Rapscallions, hoodwinks, <laughs> rascals... Um, where was I (laughs) you found three youths harassing an individual a drow girl the youths were dispatched and Leaf offered a hand down to the drow woman as she looked up at him and that's where we're picking up here let me help you she looks at your hand tentatively as you extend it and decides not to take it She will stand up and dust herself off. I could have handled them. I would have been fine on my own. Where have you come from? She'll look around a bit skittishly. Why? Why do you want to know? Well, I know there is a bunch of people around here that do not take kindly to your kind. Now, that is not me, uh, but I have seen what they do, and I merely want to help. How do I know you actually want to help and you're not just baiting me or something? Well, if I wanted you dead, you'd already be. Here, I have some food. Leaf reaches into his pack and hands Mm. out some rations. Before he's even done extending it, she just snatches it out of his hand and she turns around and sort of barricades herself up against the wall and just starts stuffing it in. And it looks like it's the best meal she's had in so long. You seem hungry. Um, Maybe we should find a tavern and we can get you a real meal. Tavern? I don't don't have money for a tavern. This is fine. I sold a horse and I'm... Okay with money. You can come with me. I will pay. Uh, Leaf, give me an insight check. 
that is a 10. Uh, with a 10 flat, you don't know if it probably be the best idea, taking it to a public place. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know anywhere else to go. Um, where should I take her? Uh, let me sneak you in somewhere. I don't know. Sneak me in somewhere? Is mm. there anywhere around here that you stay? Mm. No, I, mm, I can't okay. stay out here. I need to stay somewhere where I can't be seen. Stay here a moment. Let me see if I can find somewhere more discreet that we can stay. Okay, so what are you attempting to do right now? Uh, I just want to walk out into the street and find out if there... Ask someone if there's anywhere, like, a cottage or something that I can pay for the night, or... Sure, give me a perception check. Because we're into the evening, so... Oh, yes, that's what I like. That's a 25. With a 25, um, even on this side of town, so where you sort of did your walk because we were under the impression like the last episode you basically just walked around the city you sold the horse you were just walking and wandering trying to see what you can catch you know doing that roguish shit that you do where you just you're listening to people and that sort of stuff so we're, we're, I say we're probably about like maybe 7 8 o'clock maybe pushing about eight fifteen into the evening but there's still people here even on this like small edge part of town uh, but you are able to look around you find like a, a working gentleman uh, so what were you going to ask him specifically? Uh, sir, excuse me. I am looking for a place to stay the night, but, uh, I don't want to stay in a tavern. Something more quiet is what I'm looking for. Do you know of any places around here? I do not admit. You find them with many places where you can just rent a room and just stay there. So if you just travel down about, oh, 10-ish minute walk down the street there, you can find... It's like a lovely inn, about three stories, big lantern hanging out the front. You can't miss it. Uh, wonderful. Thanks for your help. I no flick him a bronze. Uh, uh, I appreciate it, Lani. Thank you. He just keeps walking. Come, I've found a place where we can stay and I will get some food and you can bathe and whatever else you need. Um, pull your hood over and we will, we will travel. Why? Why are you helping me? That sounds like a lot. What do you want in return? I don't have, I don't have money to give you all gold. I don't want anything in return. I just want to help. Nobody ever just wants to help. Well, it's that or you die in the streets. I seem like your best option. Fine, fine. Let's go, let's go then. This begs a question, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, when you walk, how tall, how tall is Leaf again? Um, I think he's about five foot, uh, let me double check, five foot something, I didn't write it down. I, I think he's about five, ten, five, eleven. Five, ten, all right, so she's, pro- she's probably at your shoulder, probably just under your shoulder height. When you walk, she kind of like grabs like onto your arm with her hood up and kind of like stays like behind your body. She's like following you very closely. Alrighty, so this begs a question. Are you 
on a, let's be real, are you going to just book it down the street? Because with the gentleman that you asked, he gave you obvious directions where you kind of like know where you're at and you know what you're looking for. Are you just going to head down, book it, or are you going to attempt to be sneaky and keep this young girl off the street? What's the idea? Um, I think it looks more sus if we get caught trying to be sneaky. I would just okay. walk down the street and act normal. Yeah, okay. So, what I'll get you to do is I will get you to roll with the young girl helping you. I'll say you can roll with advantage. Um, I'm going to basically just do a d20 roll. It's basically just like a generalized observation, like check of like the people, the populace. So, we're going to see what's happened. You want this to roll low. What'd you get? Nine. I'll tell you right now. Seven. So luckily at this time of night, even as you move somewhat briskly through this like small working part of the neighborhood within uh, High Spies walls, thankfully a lot of people, they're just like, oh, it's just a, a, a couple going on their way or something like that. Like no one's really paying attention. People are noticing you, but you're just moving so briskly that like you don't give them enough time to witness what's going on. So eventually you find your way to the big like three-story building with like the big lantern hanging out the front of the general was talking about. You can't see any signage, but you do see that there is a glow coming in from the inside door. There's like a, it's like a, there's like a bay window with big red velvet curtains drawn. And there's a doorway on the right-hand side and there is a glow coming from the inside of the doorway. But it's three stories and there are a few windows. So you would assume that this is like, it's like an inn without the bar, basically. Cool. Uh, have we walked in? Uh, well, I'll basically oh, it up to you what you're at the front. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take um, her inside and no. we'll get a room. No inside. If you are if you are going to get room and they see me, what if they say no? You it's, go inside. It's fine. I, I have a cover. We, it'll be fine. A cover for dark skin? Yes, I'll just say you're my half-tiefling daughter. She kind of looks at herself in her rags, and I don't really look like a tiefling at all. How about? Okay, I have good plan. Hold Very on. Good plan. You go get room, and you open window. I climb into the window. Hold on a moment. I uh, pull out the coat that I took off the high priest. Yeah. Okay. And I'll. You said it was gold trimmed. Black or gold trim? Yeah. Yeah. I um rip off the gold trim so it doesn't look like those coats because obviously that would be quite noticeable being okay. yep. a high priest coat and then I um, give it to her and say here this coat is much nicer wear this one and you will look fine she kind of snatches it off you inhales it deeply it smells a lot cleaner than whatever she's wearing I can she tell you that has been through you. some shit <laughs> <laughs> not smell as bad as what she's wearing does um and she'll throw off her like old rags and then oh. put that on oh god uh, no. it's okay she's <laughs> wearing stuff onto me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> how do i look you look good thanks <laughs> okay let's go in okay okay so you push through the door and there is a soft jingle ding, 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 as the bell goes off and you see it is behind, it's very like modest, this like, like little counter. 
um, the hanging shelf behind, you know, like all the old hotels where they have the wall with the hooks for the keys, literally just that, a big winding staircase as you walk in, the bay window to your left is actually a seating area, so obviously where people are waiting or, you know, customers who don't want to leave the safety of the inn can go sit there and chat around a small fireplace. Um, but you see as the bell rings, you hear the shuffling at first and you can't really notice. And then you see from behind the counter, little high gray bun and you find this. And it's just like little old halfling woman. She's got a white blouse and those little like, um, what do they call those collars that like the Texans wear? Where it's like a skull. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I can't remember what they're called, but yeah. they're, they're awesome as what they are. A bolo tie. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Bolo tie. Nice to meet you. My name was Bolo. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, nice bolo. No, <laughs> you find you look so excited. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. My, my late husband finished more department. And you find she got big, big fucking like x-ray spectacles like, <laughs> like these are thick like these are so thick she could see a basketball game from the parking lot like, <laughs> that's where she's at right and you find she comes up and and she finds you like, just like, oh look at you young, young come on you lovely what can i do for you this evening ah oh, hi hi ma'am uh hello i i would like to rent a room for me and my daughter tonight Oh, your daughter is that lovely. Oh, you're so well dressed, dear. Look at she's like scowling at him, like. I just. Oh, no, she's a sweetie. Look at her, anyway. She's quite rambunctious. Oh, wow. I used to be quite rambunctious back in my day. I tell you what. Well, how long would you like to stay in this room, sir? Um, I'll pay for three nights to begin with. You okay there, mate? <laughs> yeah. I'll pay for three nights to begin with, um, and then we'll go from there. No, lovely. That, that, for three nights, that'll be 15 gold pieces, please. <coughs> no worries. Uh, <laughs> is there any chance of getting food brought to the room? Oh, well, yes, we can, we can definitely do that. Uh, uh, would you like just, just dinner, or would you like three square meals a day? What um, would you like? We'll sir? start with dinner and breakfast and then tomorrow we'll decide what we want from there whether we want to go out and eat or whether we stay in and get some dinner and lunch oh yes that, that's quite all right do you want something large or something quite small large very large make that double meals uh two two large meals yeah yeah oh, four ah well i'll have to whatever he says I have to tell Quincy to cook double time, but I think we can do it. Yes, I'll... Let me, let me. She has quite the appetite. Thank you. I've got to look at my ledger here. Check the screen furiously. <laughs> my stomach is like a bag of holding. <laughs> so she looks and she goes, maybe. So we'll say seven silver pieces and that'll give you all your meals and you can... Have them all at once. Whatever you don't eat straight away, I can have Quincy put it aside for you and you can eat it later if you like. Yeah, will this help? And then she just holds up a bag, like a, a small little pouch that looks like it's come from someone who's perhaps a little bit more well off than her. Oh, I it up. that's where my coin purse went. Thank you. 
how much is in this? Ten gold. <laughs> That'll help greatly. And I just put it in and then hand the money to the lady. You find she watches this lovely old woman watches this interaction. And she's like, Oh, imagine what people drop these days, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite okay. <laughs> and she turns around, grabs a key off the hook. Hands it over to you, and she's like, "Whenever you're ready, you're free to go in and out whenever you like." Just the front door generally is always unlocked, but in most cases, if it's a bit of a rambunctious evening, I might lock it. You just need to wake me up if Perfect. you need. Is there a wash basin in the rooms? Every room has access to a wash basin, but once your water is dirty or depleted, just let me or Quincy know, and we'll come fill it up for you. Perfect. Thanks, love. Oh, thank you very much, sweet boy. You find she hops off a little step just below the cabinet, and then you guys are free to just bail out. Come now. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> Head up to the room. Quite aggressively. <laughs> you get forced up the stairs. I suggest you use the wash basin, and maybe I will attempt to hem that coat into something that fits a bit nicer. I want the rest of that money back. I lied before when I didn't say I had any, but I stole it. I need to make it stretch. I know you stole it. Yes, that's How why you need to give someone, it back. I give it I give the patch back. Oh. Fair enough. Oh, this is going to have to last me for a very, very long time, but I'm so glad I took it from him. <laughs> so, the, the in-rooms are quite modest. It is just a double bed. Small writing desk, a little lantern in there, like a lantern you can write if you need to write by light or anything like that. The wash basins are in a small like room, sort of junk should also like you have some privacy while you're washing and all that sort of stuff. So if you unnamed drow character uh, wanted to uh, wash while uh, leaf, you can attempt to hem that coat. Yeah, um, I am going to make you roll a slight edge. Yeah, check, you know? so I'll do that with my needles. Um that I have, um, I'll attempt to do it that way, I guess. Uh, give me, give me, oh, I'll say you can do sleight of hand or performance. I'm going with sleight of hand. Okay, I'll go oh, I'm hand. going with sleight of hand, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. It's an 11. 11? I'll say with an 11. You're able to seam up where you sort of like just took one of your throwing daggers and like just hastily cut the gold trim off and you're able to like just hem them up on the inside. It looks like by this point when you're done, it looks like a well-worn adventurous coat, but not like something that's new and flashy. It's better than nothing. It's better than whatever the fuck it was before. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. But in due time, while you're doing that, what's going through... Unnamed character A. What's going through your head right now? Um, she is absolutely loving having being able to wash up. It's been so long, and you can tell. Where's that she- smell coming from? Lavender. And she's like washing her clothes as well while she's yeah. doing it, trying to like rub everything out. Um, she just does the whole nine yards, and then she just sits in there for ages just like sort of like just in enjoying being clean yeah it's like this um it's it's kind of odd but it's like this um think of like a barrel but like the bottom of it is inside of it is wooden but the outside is like iron 
and you light like a it's like a weird like little metallic fire pit underneath where you light coals Ooh. and the coals come up and eventually like that passive heat warms up the iron which warms up the water and you're able to just sit there and just like just sit there and soak and like you feel yes. your whole your all your body relax and stuff but we'll say for the sake of brevity as you get it and you redress yourself um I'll say you, you're probably able to let your clothes clean adjacent to the fire, like dry, yep. so they're able to dry off. Um, what does your character look like? What are, what are we seeing? Paint a picture. Paint a word picture. So eventually when she finishes and she comes out, she's kind of like in like... She's decent, but she's kind of like in her underclothes and whatnot. Um, so she's quite lanky. Um, she looks malnourished to an extent. Um but she's if she had a bit more of her her natural build she'd very much be she's that very stereotypical elven kind of build where she's got the thinner features um very refined angular face she's got very dark gray skin it's very dark gray and with her hair finally washed it's a stark white um her eyes are kind of like they're they're completely white but they've kind of got like a darker like towards the edges of the sclera it's like kind of a bit darker so it's kind of like fades out to a darker color um covered in scars that look like whippings and lashings some old some new you can see that there's quite a passage of time there um and she kind of carries herself very um defensively like she's kind of always on the defense um and she'll kind of just sort of tentatively come out holding like a small hand towel in her hands looking around a bit awkward not sure what to do now uh, what is your name uh, my name yes uh, do i tell you that do i not tell you that I mean... I'm paying for this room, this bath, the food you're about to eat. No. I gave you new clothes. You make a very good point, but still... It's Dahlia. Dahlia. Nice to meet you. I'm Leaf. I mean, sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> do you have a brother named Twig? <laughs> what about your father, Oak Tree? <laughs> My father's dead. So <laughs> Just for the record, I didn't pre-plan any of that to happen. <laughs> Listen, uh, it is a name of title where I'm from. It's not what people would call a normal name, I guess, but it is a title, and it is one I'm very proud of. I respect that. You, uh... What's going on here? And she'll point at her ears. I'm human. They are not. <laughs> well, so I would like people to believe. Just real quick, I like the fact that like, there's been several points when Lever's mentioned he's human, but like no one just no one believes it. Like <laughs> off the bat, like yeah. it's like it's like this delusion that he can say. Like, no, I'm human dog and everyone's like, sure pal. <laughs> Continue. Why? I mean, I don't really like what I am, but only because... Oh, yes. Drow. I knew what you were. Yeah, well, you don't know what you are, so I thought I would just clarify, <laughs> just in case, you know, there's a lack of understanding. Well, 
uh, I know what I am. Uh, it's who I am that I am hiding from. And Why those people who... Look, I'm, we're not here to learn about me. We're here to learn about you. There's not interesting. Why not where, learn about you? Where did you come from? Where have you come from? Where did, did you escape from somewhere? You obviously have many scars on your body. That tells a story. You don't get scars like that without... I know, I've got a lot of scars. As soon as you say the word escaped, you kind of like watch her sort of recluse mentally a bit. Oh, no role needed. <laughs> I love that. Do not worry, I do not plan on telling these people. In fact, I have killed some of these people that may have held you captive. You're not with the church, are you? No, in fact, that robe comes from a high priest I killed that is with the church. There's a smirk, and it grows until it turns into a satisfied smile. You killed one of the priests? Yes. I interrogated him, and I killed him. What did you learn from him? I learned that the head priest, high priest, the, the high priest or lord of the church is based in this town, and I have some friends coming here who may seek to be killing him, and I have information that can help them do so. Killing the priest specifically, yes. or killing people of the church? All of them. All of them? Yes. See, I have a, a friend whom is a dragon, and he comes from the church, but he has broken away from the church, from what I can gather, and is now destroying them. Like... Destroying their reputation, like, or actually burning like them. Like he burnt the Church of Greyfog to the ground. Burnt the Church of Greyfog. It was them that did that. Oh, yes. Oh, I, my friends, yes. In fact, one of them says that he wasn't any part of it, so it was just the dragon. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I do know he was there, so. If I ever meet them, I should thank them. Whoever burnt down the church in Greyfrog is the reason why I got away to begin with. It provided a mm, opportunity. You are from Greyfrog? No, I was going there. Interesting. How did you escape your captors? <laughs> oh, you're going to love this story. Okay, so, you know, because we are piles of shit to the church, they kind of just take us through and they stuff us all in these big moving cages and there's just these big steel bars and there's too many of us to fit in there to even be able to swing a dead cat but we're all shoved together there's the bucket in the corner that they provide for us in case we need to relieve ourselves no take note of that one because that's the best part of the story so you know they hear we're going to Greyfog, right? They're going to take us to the church at Greyfog. And, you know, do their thing that the church does with the drow. That's neither here nor there. And then we stop. Something has happened. They can no longer take us to that church. Because something has happened to it. So, they have to stop over for the night to reassess. And then they stop. I tell God, while everyone is sleeping on top of each other in the cage, I need to take a break. And she'll make little quotation marks with her fingers. 
He tells me, no, you can go in the bucket. I tell him, the bucket is full. Because it was. I might be, you know, a rascal, but I'm no liar. And so he doesn't believe me. He says, you can use the bucket. I don't care if it's full. So I feel like that was good time to show him how full the bucket was. He wasn't very happy about that. I'm pretty sure he was in the middle of a sentence, so I got his open mouth as well. That was the cherry on the cake. <laughs> Obviously, this makes the uh, knight of the church very, very mad. He opens up the cage. Ah, but you see, Dahlia has been thinking, plotting, planning this whole time. I have been mercilessly, and she holds up her hands. And she's missing fingernails, there's splinters, they're bloody, they're, they're just scabbed. It looks like she's been clawing away at something for God knows how long. Broken panel in the bottom of the cage. I saw it. It was sturdy enough that I knew if I got it out, it could do some real damage. So I was picking away at it the whole trip there. Almost picked away all my nails. And then I pulled it out, hid it under my cloak. As soon as he opened the door, I drove it right into the bottom of his jaw and I took off with his pouch and his keys and I ran off into the night. So that's where you got the gold from. Yeah! That was not a shit story. Because you threw the bucket at him? Ah, you're very funny. You're very yes. funny. Well, I guess, did anyone else escape during this, this escapade of yours? I did have a friend. Moral, but worrying about him would have slowed me down, and then we both would have gotten caught, and then no one would have gotten away. It was not my most proud moment, but better one get away than none. Yes, mm. I would have saved myself too. I wish I could have brought him. Well, maybe he is safe and he got away. Well, there was only one bucket of shit, so I don't know what he would have used as a distraction. Maybe you making a commotion was a distraction. I guess. I mean, look at the luck I'm having now. Maybe I can afford to be hopeful. <laughs> Who knows? Great things on the horizon for Dahlia. Well, uh, I'm sure the food would not be far away. You can eat as much as you can fit in your belly. Oh, and it's so much! Dahlia. Uh, um, oh, sorry. Keep going. And, uh, well, I have some herbs and stuff. Maybe you can try and uh, patch up your fingers. Oh, that's right. They went numb so long ago. I keep forgetting that they look like little malformed nubs now. <laughs> So you want to like help her? Uh, I'll just give her some medicine. Make some like salve I'll, and stuff. Yeah, yeah like, like and bandages. Mush up some leaves. And, yeah, all well, that sort of stuff. I'm not mushing myself up. You be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Dahlia, I'd like you to make a history check for me. History check? I sure can. And you can make it with advantage too. Yes, we do love advantage. Well, if you're basically trying to recall some key information real quick. Oh, oh I'm going to really need that advantage. Oh. 
15 on the advantage. 15? Yeah. With 15, you know, thinking about, you know, talking about the story about Moreau and, you know, the other prisoners and breaking out, that happened maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a bit before Lee found you in the alleyway because you moved by night. You know that that there's a high probability they're still within the castle walls, but you don't know what the state of them is going to be because you don't know where they're going to move them to. She'll start slowly fixing up her fingers as Leaf gives her the uh, required ingredients to do so. A salve. And she'll kind of be sitting there fiddling. Struck Eye of Newton, though. You know it's good. And we'll probably say by this point too, you hear the on the door, like, hello, got dinner for you. The little halfling lady with a big silver tray. Food. She brings food. Thank you. And you're <laughs> I'm assuming it's like a you're <laughs> Oh, what a nice boy. <laughs> and I'm talking like she's so rickety when she walks, she's like <laughs> Oh no. If only you guys could see what I was doing. <laughs> Is it the, the worst shimmy you've ever seen? Uh, uh, she's walking with a stanky leg. <laughs> she's walking with um two stanky legs. <laughs> Hair remains perfectly fine, but the rest of her body from the neck down is just wobble central. <laughs> is that our food? It is that our food? It is. It's just going to be Hoover 9000. She's going to be like... I'll just take one plate and <laughs> leave the rest for Dahlia. She's going to absolutely desiccate it and then all of but 15 minutes later she's going to be lying on the ground with a big bloated belly holding it going Oh, that is the most food uh, I've had in so long. Well, I guess you shared your story with me so I can share mine with you. Yes, elf that's not elf. Well, as you've guessed, I am a high elf so I know exactly what you are. Um... I have never encountered your species before, but I uh, do not hold any ill will towards you. Uh, especially, well, definitely not as any ill will that the church has. Not, not the kind of ill will the church has, only the stories I've been told. So uh, I'm learning. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the reason I. Um, here in this country is because my whole life was murdered in front of my eyes and now I am just been walking around this land of humans for far too long hiding from the people that definitely want me dead so in a way we are the same so you're telling me I got away from one big red target and now I'm shacked up with another big red target. Uh, but yeah, uh, at least I have some friends, I guess they're friends that uh, would be willing to help us in the situation. Well, in case of your situation, we are currently trying to stop that. Okay, so these friends that you keep talking about. Uh, where are they? Uh, well, they were traveling to High Spire. Uh, they left, uh, well, I left them a few days, uh, a week, or maybe a lot, two weeks ago. 
Um, and well, so they are either in the city and I need to find them, or they are not far from the city. And well, uh, we can hop actually. I think maybe we can hop. Well, uh, yes, they they're not far. Just a matter of finding them. So, are you helping them destroy the churches because the people who are after you are also from the church? Or? No, uh, well, I don't think the people I am with are from the church. As far as I'm aware, I never worked for the church that did what they do. Uh, no, we are destroying the church because they, uh, of what they do to your kind. So, it's like... A quest of honor. Yeah, I'm kind of just along for the ride, but I guess I don't agree with what the church is doing, so I am helping. You see her go through but probably about like <clears throat> 20 different facial expressions while she's trying to like decompartmentalize what you've just told her. And then eventually she settles on like a perplexed look. So, so you are being hunted by people not of the church. Yeah, I I am being hunted by high elves. Oh. Well, I don't know if they are hunting me, but they would most likely want me dead if they found me. But you're still alive, so that must mean you're either good at hiding or killing, or both. Both. Okay, that's really good, because, you know, it wasn't so long ago that I threw that shit bucket, right, right? Probably, like, maybe only an hour, maybe two hours ago now. Uh. Um, we could still maybe save my other friend. Maybe. Yeah. They can't be far, and you look like you could, I don't know, you look like the kind of person who cuts people's tongues out of their heads or something. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you could kill the church knights. Well, uh, where were they? What, uh, how many were there? Well, when I escaped, we were outside of the city border, but I'm going to make a good assumption that maybe after that they might be in the city now. Correction, you are you were inside the city border. Ah, uh, inside you the were, city border. For the sake of detail, it was um, you were within the city border. You ran for about 30, 35 minutes on foot, um, and it was in a there were buildings, but it was empty. Gotcha. And you would, I would, you would remember where to go. Yeah. I would definitely say Dahlia would know exactly where she'd have to go. I'm not like human compass, but I could show you where I escaped from. But, but I'm not getting too close in case they get me again. I would rather die than be in cage. Do you have any (coughs) skills that could help us fight them? I know how to put sharp things in people's bodies so they're no longer breathing. Cool. Okay. Uh, does this help? I'll hand a dagger to Dahlia. She's gonna grab Handle it. first, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And she's gonna look at it with a big smile on her face. It's been a long time since I've held one of these. I might look small, but I'm not child. 
I'm actually pretty old. Well, uh, <coughs> I don't know how old are you exactly, because I'm... Um... You don't need to know that. Okay, she might be older than you. You have asked all your age, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, well, let's... I mean, we can... I'm assuming you're like me and only need four hours to rest and recuperate in a meditation. We can meditate and then do it, make sure we're fully rested, or we can go now. It is up to you. I'm ready to go now. Wait. She reaches over, touches all her clothes by the fire. I'm ready to go maybe 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Eat more if you need to, and we will go. Eat more of what looks over to the tray. It's just like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I think you were like, more of a grape. Well, <laughs> would you like to finish my plate? You're not going to eat it? I'm finished. Well, we won't let good food be wasted! <laughs> she'll finish that and then she'll get ready to head um, out. While she's finishing the drying of her clothes, I'll head back downstairs to the lady at the counter mm-hmm. um, in an attempt to send a message. Yeah, it's like you find as you, uh, you give a, a gentle rap on the counter, she's like, Oh, hello there! What do you need? Hi. Uh... Oh, I need to send a message. Um, now, I, I can't tell you exactly where to send it, but if you have a messenger looking for a particular person, he will not be hard to miss. Oh, that's a bit of a peculiar ask, you see. That to send a, a, a messenger, a courier, to look for a particular person, that means you've basically got them standing on the street for however long, you know what I mean? Uh, yes, I, I understand that of the task uh how much would this cost me to achieve mm. one gold piece well tell you what if you have a particular letter or message you like sent out we can have the young courier boy maybe do a quick lap of like the main hubs of town once or twice a day i'll say you you pay three gold he'd be cheering yep. if you'd like to do that we can do that Done. Uh, the message I would like sent is uh, hmm. just pass on to well he will be a large dragon born man uh, bronze she finally pulls out this quill and starts writing in big shape big Dragon man. Uh, he is a, a, a bronze dragon. Uh, bronze. And I would like the message to say uh, where I am staying here. Yep. To come here. Sure, I see your address. Uh, and uh, just sign it. Uh, sign it Leaf. Leaf. Is that with a V or an F? Uh, F L E A F. Oh, lovely, lovely. Common, so simple, I love it. And she finds she folds up. And she looks at you waving this letter. She says, I'll get him to start running this around and see if we can find your friend. Are you expecting them anytime soon? I guess they will come as soon as the message receives them. Is received by them. Yes. Okay, lovely. Well,. We'll see what happens. If he can't find them within, I guess, five or so days, I'll let you know we can organize another fee for the young boy. No problem. Oh, lovely. 
and you find she tucks it into like a little pigeonhole with a little sign that says out. Like, obviously, male going in and out. I would die for this woman. <laughs> I would die for Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. uh, alright, so I'll, I'll head back upstairs and um, we'll go. Sweet. When you come back up, she's already fully ready to go and she's even like just stabbing the air. It's not great form. Look, it could probably do damage, but it's... I've come to do damage. <laughs> but it, the, the finesse is the very lacking. Oh, are you ready? Yes. Ah, uh, let's go. There's nothing better to do here now, I guess. We may as well help let's your... Let's go slit their throats. Friends. <laughs> like, knife point up at, like... <laughs> yeah, in fact, having you around may make me fight better. You've got to make sure you don't fuck up in front of people, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, more for my ability to hit people that aren't expecting me. Lovely. Fair enough. Sorry for you guys to send downstairs. Back into the street. Considering you've basically been... By this point, you've basically been in like an hour and a half, two hours. Like, it's night time now like it's night time you hear you know the the crickets chirping you hear like cats and stray animals running through you can hear the echoes where you're not quite sure where they're coming from in the streets because it's like everything's going around you this weird binaural sensation as the sounds traverse around you bouncing off the stone streets and the, the buildings uh there is a beautiful lunar glow as the moon crests Pardon me. As the moon crests and shines a lovely white light. Uh, Dahlia, for you, it doesn't hurt like when you've been traveling and it was sunlight and the nights never let you cover your eyes or anything like that. It, it's bright, but it doesn't hurt. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Different to being you know, under the earth where the changing of the seasons and the nights depend on what crystals glow and what insects come out and that sort of stuff. As you walk and your footsteps echo slightly along the cobblestone streets, both of you together. Light breeze picking up your cloak. Eventually, uh, with Dahlia's lead, you guys traverse through and you're, you're getting close. Like, uh, you recognize where you ran from. And you're starting to get close. And I'll, I'll say you guys quickly duck into a side alley. But now will probably be the time where you want to formulate how exactly you want to do what you're trying to do. Okay. Where you have come from, is there any openings, any side doors, any higher windows that are good to access and sneak into? Well, it was just like a normal street, but it was empty. Make so, a history check for me too. Yes. Nineteen. With a nineteen, where you got out was you got out of the cage. So where they were holding you was like a big. It was a big, empty room with like some shelves and some busted crates and barrels and stuff. With you know the handful of like there was like the knights and the guards and all that sort of stuff. When you were able to pull your stunt and get out. You beelined it straight for the open door and you were able to just keep your head down and you just ran wherever you could see cobblestones underneath you and you made your path. You would safely assume with a 19 in that building, you could probably get in through the roof. Don't know how easy it's going to be. You could give it a crack or 
you can try and sneak around or you can just go straight through the front door. So, couple of options if I remember right. We could go through the roof. Uh, we could go through maybe a window somewhere or we could just go through the front door. Okay. Uh, do you recall how many guards there were? Um, do you recall where they were stationed? Do you recall anything that might help? Uh, three guards. Cool. That's achievable. Um, one probably still has poop in his eyes. Um, but they were kind of just patrolling and keeping an eye on us so we didn't escape. Okay. Alright. Um, well... Let's go through the front door. Okay. Front door. Okay, we can do that. I have a plan. You may not like it, but it will work. Okay. I trust you. I'm going to pretend that I am returning you, and then we kill them. You'll still have your dagger. And once we're inside... You're not going to actually return me, are you? Absolutely not. Yeah. I will give you this to hold on to, and I will take it back once I we are done. I'll pass her my mother's ring. This is very precious to me, and I will want it back once we are done. Beautiful gold. Do not steal it. Several bands wound together that look like tree roots with it, with like this binding infinity, so they all meet in the middle and peppered all along the front are are beautiful red embers, like like red rubies that are like embers, and some big, some small. But as you spin it around and look, it's this beautiful, like it's it, it's kind of like the natural order of like life you know like the way it's designed is like there's this beautiful symbolism of like nature and life to it it truly is a beautiful ring i promise i won't steal it as long as you promise not to send me off well i can't do that now i've already killed one of them i trust you leaf let's go okay so what I will get you guys to do is I will get you to make uh, stealth checks for me as you guys move up to the basically I say you kind of like you're kind of like hugging the buildings and the walls and stuff and it's just you making sure you're not giving away your position much earlier before you get to the building. Dirty twenty. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, mine will be a twenty-three. Oh, look at you guys go. Just a couple of... Batman and Robin. Rogie rogues, mate. I rolled a 14. What? What's your plus? Is it nine? It is plus nine. Oh, my nigga. Insanity. I am a shadow. Or a leaf on the breeze, one might say. <laughs> Dahlia, you're walking and you just like in the wind. No, light as a feather. You just see me float away in the breeze. <laughs> oh, catch me. <laughs> leaf, no. Like, Where are you going? But I have a beautiful ring. <laughs> I said for my ring. <laughs> just did like a draft catch. You're just like straight into the fire. Woomph. <laughs> Leave oh, no. <laughs> so. Precious. Precious. 
right? <laughs> I don't, don't spit that energy drink out of my room, goddamn. <laughs> so, uh, hugging the wall, you guys, it's kind of like a thing where it's like, you're kind of just like hugging the wall, like shoulder, maybe about like 10 centimeters ish away, and you guys are like walking sort of in tandem. Uh, would you be in front or behind him? Darling? Behind. Behind, okay. So we'll say, we'll say you're doing the thing that you're doing before where you kind of like have your arm ripped around here so like you can tap on his arm to like give Leaf the directions where you're going. So if any onlookers or passers by catch notice, they're like, oh, look at that, isn't that sweet? And you know, that sort of stuff. And eventually you scope up. And when you get to the street, uh, you take a quick break left and you get down to the street where you knew was like the straight gap that you ran through. And it's kind of like, abandoned like warehouses and stuff like you realize that this is like the warehouse and like storage district but a city this big there's no way that there wouldn't be people around and it feels quite deserted but if you give me a perception check for me and try and gleam at some more information oh you can make one too if you want actually oh baby that's a 25 Ooh. oh natural 20 so 25 oh my dick i have a 19 we love that okay um, so with both of those impressive roles, Dahlia, for you, it's like, yep, this is definitely the one. If we break down that long stretch and eventually offset, uh, what would have been your rear left, it'd be there, right? Like you're going towards it. You know that that's the one you escape from. That's about 120, 130 feet down, like a bit of a walkway. Um... And it's exactly as you remember it. Like, there was no people around here. Like, it was kind of like those guys were in that building and that was it. Leaf, for you, what you realize is, like, you know, like, playing our trade and, like, freight and all that stuff works. Like, you know, you grew up in a noble family, but you know how it works. And even at nighttime, there's still always people there, like, getting supplies and stuff. Um, but then as you look further down that strip, uh, you notice that it seems like a lot of the buildings are like shut up, but like properly shut up, like like locked padlocks. Um, some of the big doors shut, doors are down. Like everything's like it's just eerily quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay. What needs to happen now is we need to make it look like I have captured you. I'm gonna tie your hands with rope. Okay. But I'm gonna make it look like you put up a fight. So I pull out my dagger and I put a little cut across my cheek put it away roll a d4 for me the point you want <laughs> to take two points of sla- uh, slashing damage it's just a superficial cut <laughs> hey man <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you want to play that game guess what homie but you know what I think I'm pretty sure d4 actually is what a dagger does so like, I'm impressed with myself if that's right <laughs> I think you're right someone look that up please I just want to uh, toot my own horn uh, I don't have a dagger attached, but a dart is... It is a d4 plus. God damn, I'm good. <laughs> but... I did it to myself. Should I add the plus three? So it's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear me? I was like, it's a d4 plus, And then I just went... <laughs> That's <laughs> why I let you add the d4 because it's superficial. But it still fucking hurts, man. You just slapped your face up. I did my ears. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, Chopper read. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, and then I'll put the dagger away and then I'll walk to the door and knock on it. I was going to say, I'll give you the one. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. If you're going to bind her hands, would you like to make a deception and or performance check or a sleight of hand 
to put them on but make them loose. So if you need to get a quick get yes, go for it. Uh, what am I doing? Slide Whatever's going to work for you. Slide of hand, deception, performance. Say 16. Yeah, so you're able to tie this weird intrinsical knot where, darling, you can slip your hands through, but if you yank quickly with enough force, they'll just go and fall off. Sweet. Dali is acting like a feral right now, trying to really play a part. <laughs> Fuck you, human! Stupid human with the church human! Shut up. Alright, I get to the door and... Jesus. <laughs> um, if I find more poop, I'm throwing it at you! Fuck you! So you... And it's funny because like, you're yelling and then you're whispering to him like, go this way. And then like, you're yelling again. <laughs> But eventually you come into it and it is a like larger warehouse. So, so bigger than like a storefront, but smaller than like a proper freighting supply warehouse, basically. Big sliding wooden door and you hear there's a, like a muffling inside. And then as the door opens up, you see kind of bearded, but longish, like kind of dirty hair matted up. Um, disheveled like gentleman in um, it's like it's like what is it let me just I'll check that real quick um, it's like like a chain shirt so like cloth like the chain shirt and stuff sword all that sort of jazz um, similar to Henry's colours blue and gold tinges but a lot of grey a lot of steel you know what I mean they're not gonna put a lot of money into making the armor of like just grunt workers look really good, but you know, obvious sun symbol on the chest plate, on the chest shirt fabric. And make a perception check for me. 17. With a 17, you're able to look past him. You do see, in fact, there is one more dressed exactly like him, but this is like a younger fella. And then you see there is this one knight, big, brutish, big, you know, plate mail or like full armor big helmet big sword uh, kind of just like see with his arms crossed can't see his face because the helmet's over and you do see uh, slightly behind him that there is a cage you can't see any of the uh, supposed drow in it but you can see it uh, but you find he looks up and he's like a little bit shorter than you this guy and he's like oh, what are you all there? I uh, I was walking through the streets and I found one of these you <laughs> and she's gonna spit on leaf soon. <laughs> as you can see she put up a bit of a fight but i can imagine that this is where she came from made deception with advantage but you find he's looking he's like holy hell no fucking way it's a 15 a 15 Play this game for ages now. I should know what this is. Goes, oh my god, no fucking way. Sir! Sir! And you see the, the like, night with him, like, he's a fucking unit. It looks over. What is it? They found the. They. They found it! And you're like, big noise. And you find he like ignores you for the minute, leave, and looks straight down to you, Dahlia. And like, like he's a big guy, like leans down. So thought you could get away, could you? 
Where's your other one? The one with the uh, shard of wood sticking out of his fucking face. Do you want a matching one? Hmm. So you find... He rolled a slap here and he rolled a two. So. <laughs> yeah. But you find... So at first, like, he goes to, like, kind of, like, hit you for a minute. And I'll say leave, like, you subconsciously, like, kind of move and pull a little bit. And he doesn't, but instead he grabs you by the face, like with this big steel gauntlet and like squeezes. <laughs> no, I'm talking like the steel gauntlet like gets in between the joint of your jawbone and like just squeezes and it fucking starts to hurt. It's like, it's like, don't speak. Lest I take away your ability to speak. You. And he looks like, like, th- like kind of like shoves you and lets you go. He's like, I'm supposing you want reward for catching this beast. Naturally. Step inside. And he quickly, and you find out, like, the young Greg soldier, you like, oh, so I don't think we can really, I said, let them inside. We can, we discuss reward and then tell him to fuck off. And you are ushered inside, the steel door shuts. Locks it. You find that young soldier stays at the door. The other one who's near the cage is there. And he's kind of like just got his hand on his heels and he's got a bow strapped across and a quiver. And you see them walking am, along. Am I behind him? You are behind him right now, yeah. So what then? Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? And I stab straight at the back of his head. Roll, roll to attack with advantage. You are getting sneak attack on this. Because not only that, you've got an ally. Sorry. As, um, hold on, alright, parado attack first. Jesus Christ. No. He's on the train, it doesn't count! He doesn't it. count! I rolled it away. <laughs> it over there. And then I rolled it away! Oh, alright, one. Oh my god, King. That's the one. Okay. That looks good for me. That's a uh, 24 to hit. Absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. So, Guathrin, uh, sneak attack damage. If you need extra d6, let me know. So that is... 17 slashing damage. Let me just... Oh my god, I've got... I didn't expect to do this straight away, so I'm... I'm stressing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was it, sorry? 17. Solid. Okay. So, as you yell, uh, as you call Gwathrin, uh, you hear he's like, huh? goes to turn around, and then, Dalyu, you watch as Leaf begins the stabbing motion, but he doesn't have his sword, and you're like, what the fuck, what are you doing? And then, just, apparates into his hand and you just slice him whoosh, right up the left side of the neck where he turned and you know you nip something decent because it just goes whoosh, and mm. splurts out and so and he's just like oh, holy shit yeah i can't just speak russian so i'm making the words almost like <laughs> but you watch as you go like pulls this like this absolute cleaver off his back um Rolling. Uh, as I as I was slashing, I also yelled, "Now, now, all right." <laughs> Dahlia, you go. Yeah. All the ropes coming out. Uh, everyone, roll initiative. So, 
Nat 20. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we got... Oh! I'm on 19! 19? 23, 19! Keep so that's your... 22. So mine's 23. Okay, keep that. Uh, so... Leaf at that. Okay. So many names to write down. <laughs> Jesus, that's insane. I can't believe that. I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that whole absolute shenanigan goes off. And top of the initiative order is going to be Leaf, believe it or not. <laughs> With a nat 20, yeah. Okay, so you've got the knight right in front of you. Dahlia to your backhand left. The cage is about 20 feet away, give or take. The soldier at the door is about 40 feet and the soldier near the cage is 30 feet. Yep, okay. So what's going to happen now yep. is... So uh, because I'm top of the initiative, the way I'm looking at this is that I'm now taking another... Just following on from my uh, first attack. Yes, because that so, one was a surprise. Yep. So with my bonus action, I'm going to bring my left hand around and right, like, and poke him in the eye. Trying to like throw him off. Um, uh, with an unarmed strike. Okay. That is a, that was a 20, 20, 22 to hit. Wait, what did you roll on the dot? 18. Jesus. Uh, yes, that hits. Um, and then, so he takes two damage. Excellent. Poking damage to the eye. Does yep. that, like, blind him at all? Poking damage to the eye. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's just see. Um, do I, uh, you know, let's just make a pure luck check. Because it's, it's clever, I'll give you that. We'll make a pure luck check. We'll say 1 to one to 14, nothing happens. 15 and up, um, he makes his first attack with time, disadvantage. One time you roll a nat 20. You roll a 3. Oh. Hey. So his first attack is, his first attack will be with disadvantage. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So he was blind. I'm, I'm giving it to you. Oh. Come on, man. You haven't even, that's not even like a mechanical thing. I just thought it was yeah. cool. Okay. You were, because it's like, you roll to hit, you hit, and you somehow fed your fingers through that perfect little <laughs> slit. Like, be no bigger than I my got, microphone I got stand. skinny little love fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but them fingers do leave. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Do, do what you're doing, goddamn. So okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, and then... We're making it better, depending on who you are. And then I um bring my... Bring Gwathra. Yeah, dude. On top of him Full again. Full I love this. That is a 22 to hit. That also hits. Roll your damage, sir. And because someone is close by, I'll still get sneak attack because you're close by. That is eight slashing damage. Okay. Lovely. So already as this lumbering knight turns around, you get him, it starts... You go, Gwathrin, now! You lunge forward, 
Guthrie appears in her hand, you slice him down the side of the neck, you come across with the ejection. Is your is Leaf left-handed or right-handed when right. it lunges? So you slash with your right hand, get him across the neck as he lunges and moves forward. You come around with the left, you just go bink, right through the visor, <laughs> and he's like, oh, and then you just and you get him in like that, that gnarly under bit under the plate where it's like fatty, and you hit a and he's just like, oh, and he just gets under. <sighs> And you hear it like in the helmet, like he's just this guy's living. And it's kind of like that thing in an anime where like he stands up and then like you're really oh. small all of a sudden. And he's like, like he's uh, you've definitely fucking heard him, but he's still got a bit to go. You know what I forgot to do? What did you forget to do? I forgot to use assassinate. Oh, well. I love you. <laughs> it means that first attack would have been a crit. Oh. Next in the initiative order. Is Dahlia. actually no. Oh, it still would have been a crit because on that a turn too because he hasn't taken a turn. Oh yeah. Mm. So I would have two crits in a row and I fucked it. Oh, <laughs> I, I fucked it. Good to know for next time because <laughs> I can't I can't keep track of all this yeah. stuff. Okay, Dahlia, that is going to be you. Lovely. Um, is is Leaf? He hasn't moved too far away. Are you still within five feet. No, still me? like directly with you. Yeah. Um. So you'll have to forgive me. Sorry, I've never played a rogue. If Leaf is within five feet of me, can I? Add that sneak attack. Yes. But yep. Because I'm within five feet of the enemy. Sweet. Alright. Um is one of are one of the other guards within my reach? Like No, so one is at the cage, which is about 30 feet away, and the other one's still at the door, which is about 40 feet. Sweet. Um so um after Leaf kind of like pokes old mate's eyes out. I feel like that <laughs> noise. Um, Dahlia is going to attempt to cut. Okay, so that's 19. Oh, so it's 23. 23 to hit? Yes, it does. Beautiful. Um, Dahlia's kind of like fluidly gonna just like come around the side of Leaf and just sort of kind of like go for the rib cage to kind of like, or like a discrepancy in his armor, kind of where like a joint might be. Just yeah, to... I'll say you you saw where Leaf went in with his sword, uh, Gwathrin, and you're just like, under the plate, easy, and you come in and you, I say you're trying to go for like the armpit, yeah. like that big fatty bit, because like that's where like there's vessels and stuff. So you roll in and just real quick, you get him right under the armpit. Roll your damage, so please. That's 10 total, 10 piercing damage total. So when you, Lee, for you it's quite impressive. Like, Dahlia followed your beat, bang on. Almost like a dance. It was so insanely erratic, but beautiful. And as you pull Guathrum back and you take, like, you know, this like defensive flourish, like that you do, or like, you know, with all your years of training, and then Dahlia, without missing a beat, just comes in and you just get him. You, you like, like, daggers are pretty decent. Like, it's a solid, like, what, what would you say? Like, maybe 15, 20 centimeters? Give they're always longer than one. Yeah, they like, yeah. a dagger yeah. is it's short. Like pocket yeah. It's no, like, a dagger yeah. is, like, a very small sword. <laughs> yeah. And you get in and you just, as hard as you can, like, with your hand on the hill and you just, and you rub it up the armpit and you hear him go, and as you pull it, and there's a moment where he staggers a bit and you hear like his breath starts becoming labored. He's like, <laughs> and you definitely think like, leave you know, he, she's punctured his lung. He's not doing well. Like right under the armpit, there ain't nothing there. You wedge that bitch right up and you definitely punctured a lung. So he's struggling a little bit. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? 
Um, I don't think there's anything else she can. Nope, that's her. Okay. Uh, next are oh, the soldiers. Okay. So we've got two guys there. So. So the one at the door is slightly farther away. So what he's going to do is he's going to pull his bow off his back and he's going to attempt to shoot at... He's going to go for Leaf because you're the one that made the first move and you you have a sword that can do magic shit. So he's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> so he's going to... Um, Rubs his eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally. That was Dahlia when you like went to go stab and there was nothing there and then something there was there. She was like, what? Okay, so... Does 14 hit? Lee? Uh, on me? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, so that's... So you hear the... And you just get hit with that sudden thud. Uh, uh, that hits you for nine points of piercing damage as this long arrow kind of just like... Um, catches you in the cloak, but like lodges into your shoulder a little bit. And you're just like, like give me, give me uh, three high ones. <laughs> At least it wasn't to my knee. Yeah. God damn it! God damn it! You know what? Just, just for that next time. Um, but the other fella, that's all they can really do. Like they are just, um, they are just hunters, soldiers. The next one is going to run up though, and he is going to uh, use his sword. So he runs from the cage, and he's going to use his sword. So because it is a sword. They get to make two attacks. Uh, only one hits with a natural 16 on the die. That one will be... You know what? He'll go for you, Dahlia, I think. So 16 on the die is going to hit, I think. Yeah, it does. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, I keep losing everything. Four points of damage. Four points of piercing damage. Thank fuck, I am super squishy. Squishy. Um, that's them... And you find they rush and they're like, Banco, Banco, no! And then they go to run to like try and solve. I'm just pulling names out of my ass here. That's my that's my cousin's husband. <laughs> Sorry, Brank, you're going down, bro. <laughs> um, but they run and try to intercept you so from happening. Next, probably should have um made sure I had everything up. I'm going between I'm going between books and D and D beyond what here, you guys. Next. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's gonna kill you. Oh wait, he hasn't. The big guy hasn't attacked yet. Oh. That's right. Oh yeah, the big guy. <laughs> I forgot about the big guy. Oh goddamn. So let's just. Been two minds to lay him down and tree just collapse along and. And turn you in Just. you guys just move in immediately to rush this knight and his two compatriots in an attempt to maybe put them down to save your friends. In this kerfuffle leaf, you are struck by an arrow. Dahlia, uh, one of the guards, runs up and just slashes you down with his sword. And you watch as the uh, knight, who you've now known to be known as Br- uh, Bronco, stands up 
out using his sword, and you hear the lady breathing, all of a sudden he just goes, hit in the back. He's like, and just gets hit again um, as, a, as a bit of fire like, erupts on his back. And as you guys look, uh, Dahlia, it's your friend Moreau as he has cast Scorching Ray and shot this knight in the back. You think I'm going to let you have all the fun? Moreau! <sighs> yes, it is me. Please get me out of here. This is not fun. <laughs> but uh, Moreau, always, you know, he was always too afraid to cast spells in the cage because there's not a lot of places he could run. Um, but, 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 but that is... Okay, there we go. But that's that done. Next is going to be, and that's all he can do because he's stuck in the cave, but he's able to get that bitch off real quick. Other than that, there's going to be, next in the initiative order, is now the knight. <laughs> so he finally, after all that he gets up, he's just like... <sighs> and he just, he just looks at Leif and he's like, You die now. Insect man. <laughs> Shut up. How's <laughs> Dean doing the, doing the head bubbles? Let's use mine. In another realm, I was Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Mike? It's <laughs> cocked. Um, so, natural 17 on the die. Uh, plus 5, I'm assuming, is going to hit. And then 12 plus 5 is 16. Oh, they're both going to hit, correct? Yep. yep. Okay, don't ask me to do math on the fly. I'm not good at it. <laughs> then it's going to be... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it doesn't hit for that much, though. Oh, it kind of does, because it is using it two-handed. I almost rolled D12s then instead of D10s. I'm really bad for that. That could have been dangerous. I just, I just lost it. D no, I didn't. I found it. Counts. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I wish it did, because that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, hits you for a total of, um, where is it? 10. Uh, I keep losing it. Where is it? 13 points of slashing damage as he just, with two hands, just brings his greatsword down on you. And it just kind of gets you like across like the, the neck a little bit. Like, not the neck, the, ch the chest and the pectoral. It just, whoosh, and Ugh. just a burning feeling. It does not feel good. Like, he might be bruised up, but he can still fucking swing. Um, but yes, that is going to be all our big burly friend can do. So that'll go back to the top of the initiative, and that is Leaf. Okie dokie. So after taking that hit, I'm just going to follow back through with it. Like, bounce back and use the momentum to fucking swing down on him. Yeah, fucking oh. That is an 18 to hit. Yes, it does. Uh, that bang on hits. That is nine slashing damage. Excellent. So I'll say this time, you sort of watch as he wobbles after that whole thing, you sort of go in and as he lifts up, you get him right in the fatty bit where the plate from his waist piece and his stomach lifts up and you just go and you instantly like, you just start pulling up. With blood pouring out, and he won't, he's like stomach delayed, breathing is getting harder. And, he's just like, <sighs> and with my bonus action, I jam my hand in that wound, or attempt to jam my hand in that wound. Ooh, oh, it, you're a freak! Yeah, with it, sure. With an unarmed strike. 
That is a 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. So you find as you slash, it's just one of those things where it's like, it just takes you back to when you train and like, study your monkhood. It's all about fluid movement. So you come in, and you feel it get under the arm, you feel it, and if you watch the blood come out, you know you've got it. And you just spin on the spot, and you just come in with this excellent left straight jab. And just as he recluses too much, you just and you hit the metal a little bit, and, like, and you feel like you maybe fractured a bone in your hand or something like that. But you're still going to keep going because fuck this guy in particular. Righty, is there anything else you'd like to do? Negatory. Oh, because that's your action bonus action. But you're not going to move, you want to stay up in his shit, right? Yes. Lovely. Dyer, that is going to be you. Great. So I rolled 21 to hit. So um, as Leaf kind of just misses the mark um, and she hears his fist kind of like hit the armor instead of the wound, um, she's going to, kind of continuing that whole dance sort of thing, um, she's going to move through and try to do what he didn't, but she's going to go with her dagger and she's going to come in with an underswipe and go back over the same injury that he just um, You two are made for each other. You're sick. <laughs> um, let me... Uh, it's a total of 16. 16 slashing damage. Uh, piercing damage, sorry. Really? Yes. Oosh. So there is. I rolled really shit last time. We're following this. We're following this fluid movement. I feel like it's one of those cinematic things where it's like it's happening in like slow motion. Leaf going with Grathwin, and then uh, Dahlia coming under the armpit and getting it through all that sort of stuff. And then Leaf, you come up with that jab and you try to punch and you just miss the armor and you feel it crack. And Dahlia, it's like this flourish where you spin around his extended arm, like like you're getting twelve out on like a dance floor. And then just with everything you've got, you just go and you slap with your hand, you slap the dagger into that thing and you just drag it across. And it's just metal on metal, that grinding sound like that. And there's just that split second of silence where you pull it out and you watch like the ichor come out of your stomach. And it's just a onto his knees. And then there's just a as blood begins to pull out from under his body out of like his helm and stuff, he's out. Like you guys, that sneak attack at the beginning just demolished him. And you watch the expression on the soldiers, it turns to absolute terror. Uh, what would you like to do for the rest of your turn? Uh, nothing, because that's all she can do. <laughs> okay, lovely. Next is gonna be the soldiers. She's, st- she's um, strategically staying close to Leaf at this point in time. Okay. So the gentleman that is up in melee with the both of you is going to make... So two short sword attacks. So he's going to make his two sword attacks against... Uh, he'd actually go for Dahlia at this point because Dahlia is the one that just downed uh, the knight. So... And with two swings, uh, you duck and he misses. So you're very lucky. Uh, the gentleman at the door is going to notch one more arrow on his longbow. He's going to make an attempt to also hit Dahlia. No, that is not. Okay. So arrow flies away. But uh, 
I will give you guys this one for free. You watch as he misses that arrow, he slips out of the, he unlock, begins to unlock the door. Now, because he has already taken his action to attack, I'm gonna say that to give you guys enough of a chance, because he technically used his action to fight the bow and the object interactions, obviously a very different thing. Opening a huge lock on the door, which I did mention was locked, you have until next turn to figure out what you're gonna do. But that's gonna be them. Next is Moreau. Moreau in the cage looks to you, Dahlia, and says, get us out, get us out now, get us out now. I shall run to the door. That's 40 feet. So you'd have to, I believe you're 30, you'd have to make a bonus action dash. Yes. Yep, so, so yes. 30 feet. I will use normal. bonus action, cunning action, and use my dash to make it all the way to the door. Yep. And then I will smite thee with my sword. All right, roll the hit. It is a 20. 20 hits, roll your damage. I'm not guessing you attack on this one. Six slashing damage. Okay. I can't type at all today. Alrighty, so you go in with Gwathred and just give him a nice meaty slice right across like I was on like the forearm where he's like pulling on the latch of the door and it's just Ooh. like swing and you cut through you like that like the leather is decent for like bow shooting and you know like maybe for combat in common folk in the street but Gwathred she built different so she gets through something fierce and you watch as the uh, wound begins to swell with blood as he cowers but he's looking mighty afraid. Is there anything else you would like? Is there anything else you can do? And yeah, no, no. Uh, that is going to be Dahlia. So that other hunter would technically get an opportunity attack on you. That was yes. Don't want to love your business. Let's keep going. Um, thirteen plus four is seventeen. Yes. That would hit. Yeah, okay. But their sword, believe it or not, they're not magical elf swords, so they're not that good. Hits you for a total of four slashing damage. Uh, now, Dahlia. Alright, um... How far away is the cage from Dahlia? 30 feet. 30 feet? Oh, sweet. Um, she's just going to um, run over to the cage. Which you can, because that soldier already used his reaction for an opportunity attack. Um, and... Why are you rolling that T4 so much, dude? Sorry, it, I thought it was just landing on the one spot all the time. He's paranoid. <laughs> I it was, yeah, I thought it was broken. And she's going to attempt to pick the lock. Go for it. So make your slider hand. Uh, dexterity check. Thieves tools, if you can add it. I don't believe you have them. Oh, no, you wouldn't have them, though, would you? I mean, like, on D&D Beyond, when I was building her, they just came part and parcel with her background. But if you want to nullify that because of her background, then that would make sense. Yeah, no, I would say without these tools. Okay. That is a 21. Oh, yeah, dude. DC 15, yeah, absolutely. So, you kind of get in there. I'll say, I'll say, you know what you do? You get in there with the dagger and you just use the tip of the dagger and it's just like a... And the cage door is able to fly open and you see uh, Moreau as like a free little thing. He runs out and just picks you up and like, what are you just And he's like, oh, the client of the seal again. 
We're going to be free, Moro. We have a friend. Well, let's let's gather this first, yes. And anything else you'd like to do? Actually, um, real quick, uh, give me a perception check while you're there, too. Oh yes, sure can. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. That's one. That is a twelve. Uh, within the cage are the <clears> other prisoners that are with you. A, another male drow named Chris and a young drow woman named Alyssa and her daughter Katrin are still there as well. Little, uh, she's um, like a little, like looks like an eight-year-old, and Chris is like a more burly built, but he's um, covered in scars. Like he was the one that put up a fight and got lashing the worst. But they are still there and they are still seemingly alive. They are behind Moreau though. They don't really, they're not really going to get in the fight. They kind of like kind of just want to see what happens so but they are there they are still my thing no worries um is is sorry i'm i'm drawing a blank is movement separate to your actions yeah movement's just another thing that you get yeah oh so you've got action bonus action movement you also have your character abilities all that sort of stuff as well okay um i'm going to use my bonus action to um dash back over to the one that was doing the slashing um, there, he should be like maybe another 30 feet back, would he? Because he was yes. pretty close. So if he? you bonus action dash, you would definitely make that 30 feet jump. I am going to say though, because you pick the lock, you don't have an action. Because yep, you're using fine. action picking a lock, but you basically run, ah, what's up, Murdy? Give him a hug, and then you're like, bye, and you gather it back, and he's like, what the devil? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. What in tarnation? What in tarnation? Okay, next are going to be the soldiers. So, that first guy... Oh, my throat is going weird. <clears throat> Excuse me. That first guy is... So, with his action, pulls the door, opens the door, unlocks it, gets out, and begins to run. You do get an opportunity to attack on him as he goes to leave your threatened area. So, if you want to give it a go and see what happens... Is a... Yes, yes it does. Oh, baby. Mm, it's a 15 slashing damage. 15 points of damage? Jeez. Sorry, sorry, 9. 9. Sorry. Oh, no, you're okay. I was like, holy hell. So, you, as he pulls the door, and it's one of those things where he pulls the door, like the big handle, the door latch unlatches. And it begins to slide and he cannot get out the door fast enough. Like he's just, he's fucking terrified. And he's scrambling, he scrambles and you just bring Quathering down. And like, you're more of like a, for lack of a better term, Leaf could look pretty beautiful when he fights. Like he definitely did lose any of that uh, Elvish pizzazz, even being an absolute fucking alcoholic. <laughs> um, but this is one of those things where it's just like, I feel like that rage will just overtake you a little bit and you're like, now fuck this guy and you just cleave down on his arm and it is a fucking big wound because when you hit and land you go straight through the cloth and you feel the uh shoulder blade crack like just like a full and as he doesn't die and he screams and scrambles in pain as you pull you feel like as the blade just continues to shift in whatever manager placement that you have made um, but unfortunately, he does get out and he sprints his 30 feet. Um, so he's running. The other hunter up with you is going to uh, make another go with his two sword attacks. 
to hit you, Dahlia. But he sees as your mate, as his mate goes. Um, he goes, Tell you, Dara! Tell you, Dara! As he just turns around and just begins to like slash at you. So one was a nat 20. Incredibly. And the other one was um, an 11 plus 4, 15. Yeah, it hits. Okay, so let's let's roll all of these at once. Oh, no. So. Goodbye, Leaf. So 2d6 for the nat 20. And then one more d6 for the normal one. And then it'll be with a total of plus six on top. So you're just like going through our pockets, and then you find it there. <laughs> uh, for a total of nineteen points of slashing damage, as he just kind of becomes a bit more of an animal and just slashes at you and goes to put you down. I'm not dead yet, baby. You're not dead yet. <laughs> but, but. I'm on one fucking elf, so I'm nearly there. Jesus, one hit point? Yeah. Holy jeez. Incredible. I thought I fucking had you there, eh? Dead set. I was like... (laughs) Well, you basically do. (laughs) That one health point is just a professional courtesy you've provided. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Next, so that's him. And, you know, like, he's just... That was just more of like an insightful check that he's doing, and uh, with a natural two, yeah, he thinks he's fucking got this. So uh, <laughs> everything's all good in the hood, baby. Uh, next is gonna be uh, Moreau, and you find he watches as um, this soldier just cleaves you up. Um, he's like, Dahlia! No! And he's going to cast a spell. He's gonna. Cast a cheeky spell. Uh, hang on. Yep, so he's gonna come Um No he's not. <laughs> so in the in the circumstance of just watching you get slashed up, he just can't bring his mind back to land it as he tries to launch a fireball, but it fizzles and he can't get it to, he can't get it to go. Um, but he is gonna move his 30 feet and run up in an attempt to try and help you. Next chance he gets. But that is going to be let me just check it. Uh, okay, cool. Um, yep, next is going to be back at the top of the initiative, which is Leaf. It is. What I would like to do is attempt to catch up to him without him knowing. So. Stealthily catch up to him. Okay. So the way. I've seen a lot of it discussed online in the mechanics is doing hide checks for stealth is definitely good, but at some point when you're like, especially in the instance where you're trying to grapple or make an up close attack, unfortunately the creature is combat ready is what they call it, where they're aware of what's going on. Well, but because of his fleeing, that's where I'm thinking. So what I'm going to allow you to do, right, is I'm going to allow you to make a stealth check for free to see how good you are, to see what, and then if you make it, we'll determine what happens from there. Oh baby. That is a 23. Ooh. I kind of feel dicky for it, but I feel like in this particular circumstance- Wait, I'm sorry, it's 25. No, that's okay. Um, 
I I don't feel like we'd be rolling on his passive perception on this. I feel like this would be a like he's actively looking That's he's fair. trying to get away. So I don't think <coughs> he's gonna be able to roll <laughs> to beat that, but we like but what'd you roll? 25? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, um he has to roll in that 20 to get this. Don't know if you don't try. He has to roll in that 20. Um no, even, even with a nat, get out of here. Even with a nat 20, I actually... Numeric, you know what? Numerically, there's no chance he could at a 25. He has a plus three to perception. On a nat uh, 20, he'd still be too short. I want to roll it just to see. Do it anyways. Let's use the molly mock dice today. Ready? Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll roll it in front of the table. Ready? Yeah. I'll put this microphone up here in front of all my little knights. I no. thought that was a 20, I saw the 2 and I was like... <laughs> I know, I thought it was in that 20 as Did well. Did you know like, actually they are releasing an update to the rules where they're actually making a nat 20 an automatic pass. See, I... Because a lot of games homebrew and play that rule, but it's not actually in the rules. I, I, I'm aware of that, but um, I don't think I like it because if you there are monsters where it's, a, it's DC 25... So how does that work if an actual is an automatic success, mm. even if your modifier is like negative or something, you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't particularly like that rule, but anyway, I digress. But as anyway. he sprints for his life, clasping onto the open gaping wound that is his shoulder blade, he has no idea you're behind him. So in this instance, Kill his ass. I shall sneak up and assassinate him. Okay, roll to hit. You better pray this hits. Oh, baby. Does a 17 hit? Yeah. <laughs> Very close to being barely. So, thanks to assassinate. Wait, there we go. I'm just going to double check its uh, wording. Wait, how does it keep? That one. If I remember correctly, what you're doing that, the other hunter, soldier, has taken no damage in that entire fight. What a boss. Insane. The one guy who shouldn't have lived, like, is somehow still in full <laughs> HP. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. I wouldn't have be able to assassinate because he's had a turn in combat. My yes. Bad. But what I was going for was making it with advantage. In which case I would get sneak attack because he's not expecting it. Uh, you would get sneak attack because you made a successful high check. I believe that's how that works. Yes. Um, I would think so, but I'm going to go with it anyway because I think that's fair. Yeah. And that is... 18 slash advantage. So give us some spice about how you take this guy down in the street. So, Leaf sprints and like using his natural ability to just move quietly just catches up to him in an instant and as soon as he gets within striking range he slashes straight at the back of his knees and then on a back pass cuts straight at the base of the neck severing his spinal cord yeah cool so so he shambles because when he moved his full 30 feet he was basically just outside the door so you were basically like on top of him even if like it was gridded wise you'd be five feet it's gonna match up so he scrambles for the door 
Dali, Ali, all of you guys in time to slight as leave just sprints out the door after this guy and we're like, oh wow, like we've been found out. This guy's gonna get us. Like we're done. He's running, like whimpering and freaking out as he clutches like this like nearly bisected arm off his off his body. And you just sprint and anyone on the outside, all they would hear besides his like as he's like dragging his feet, for you it's just like that, that rogue, like this roguish type, this, you know, rogue monk that you are, you sprint up and just come in with this whooshing across one of the back of his knees. He instantly takes a knee and then with the, the backhand, the flurry, you slice through the nape of the neck and Gwathrin cuts through him like he is naught but butter. And you watch as there's a moment where he like slumps and then his head just leans forward barely dangling on while the rest of his body lays there and just slumps over. And he is gone. Excellent. Ooh, what a kill! Yes. I will use my bonus action to dash back to the door. You dash back inside and you are just inside the door as we roll onto Dahlia's turn. So this soldier uh, is... Moreau has just come up behind you. This soldier is on top of you, basically, like, with this sword just wailing down on you. What are you doing? Um. Okay. Well, I'm just going to do the only thing I can do, and that is attack. Go for it. Does an 18 hit? Yes, it does. All your damage. Did you say uh, Moro is right next to me? (laughs) 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 Thanks. Yeah, I just sneak attack you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So after she takes that really big hit and he starts wailing down on her and uh, Moro comes over to try and give her a hand, She's going to attempt to, almost in this like deranged, delirious state, she's on one health point, so I imagine she's just like pissing blood everywhere. And she's just gonna grab a dagger and just try and repeat the same thing she did when she escaped. Yeah. And she's just going straight for under the jaw um, for 14 piercing damage. So, in your delirium, in your like absolute delirium, you're just like, no, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. You, you don't, he doesn't touch you, but you feel, and like, you just feel more of presence behind you because you know he's coming because he wants to help you. Um, and you just hastily, you just, it's not even like a, it's not like how Leaf did it, where he lunges forward this, ooh, this perfect um, form, but you just wail it upwards and you just slice him right up the side of the lips up the side of the nose over the inside you don't get his eye but you get the inside of the bridge of his eye and he winces as he freaks out and you do some decent damage opening his face up but he's still alive and he's still going um she's not going to budge knowing that Moro's right there behind her she is going to make sure she stays in between this knight and her friend yep so next is the soldier and he is going to make his two sword attacks. Both hit. Uh, with a natural 16 and a natural 19. 
So it'll be 2d6 plus. I'm just going to take it down to zero health already. <laughs> Five, seven points of slashing damage as he slices you down. So the first attack will be the one that gets you and you automatically fail a death save with the second attack. That's as good. you slash and you fall, he repeats and just gives you one swift one to try and pierce your stomach. So you are one death save down. Yeah. Next is Moro. And seeing you go down, he... You, as you're going down and leap as you run in and you see this knight just bring the sword down, Dahlia, and she goes down. You hear Moro's go... <laughs> and he goes to... What is it? No, Leaf turned no. around. This was pointless and just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to twirl his hands together again and cast another spell. What's he going to do? He is going to No, he's going to do the one that he can probably get the most on. So you watch as a uh, this like sickly green comes out of his hands and just and like in just envelops this guy like this swarm. Um, it's very similar to Narcon's magic that you've seen with that like sickly green hue. But this is a but, but he has to roll it. Nat twenty. Moro's got a nat twenty Ooh. on his on his ray of sickness. So that's going to be 2d8 turns to 4d8. Oh my dear lord. And if he fails the save, he takes heart. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if he can even survive from the 4d8 before this is the con save. Oh, let's just listen to that, right? Oh. Five, seven, eight, nine, so, miraculously, he starts spewing and coughing bile, but miraculously, he's still alive. But he is going to make his saving throw. So, let's... Absolutely not. Uh, so, he is now poisoned until the end of tomorrow's next turn. <laughs> Lovely. So, and then with the rest of his action, he is going to get down and start to, like, cradle you, pick you up and try and, like, shield you as this guy, like... Starts like vomiting and like that mist is around him and the bile's going up. He's like, <coughs> <coughs> and it's like a whole thing. Um, that brings back, yeah, no sympathetic <laughs> coughing. Um, that's going to be back to me for the top of the initiative. Um, is how far away is he from where I am? 40 feet. Cool. I'll use my bonus action to dash and then use my movement the rest of the way. Yep. And then, uh, uh, would he be uh, flanked? No, because you're both in front of him. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Yes. But anyway. I mean, if you want to get up behind him, I'll let you do it. No, 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 no. I'm just running in to kill. I'm not thinking that far. Fucking red! He's going to the sword pump his head. It's like when you see someone in a fight and they like run in screaming and wonder why their attack fails. Yeah. It's like, I'm sneaking up on him. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I roll to hide. I let out a battle cry. Ah! <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so I'll just um, attack with my short sword 
Uh, it's an 18 to hit. Absolutely. And I would definitely get sneak attack in this instance. Yes, definitely. That is 8, 9, 12 slashing damage. Leaf, kill this guy. So, as I, as I see him like spewing and all sick, I just run in and sort of and just stab him in the face. <laughs> in the face? Yeah. I just like run in and just like jam my sword into his face, like keeping as far away oh. as possible. <laughs> make, a, make, a, make a strength saving throw for me. Good God. Real quick, I just want to see what happens here. Uh, 14. So as you lunge in, when you stab him into the face, you get him in the same wound that Dahlia made, where it like, but it like concaves in, you feel the bone break and shatter. Um, and, <laughs> and, it's, and instantly his body just goes limp and you find yourself uh, slip and trip a little bit because the body just goes limp and drags his sword down with him. You're like, whoa. But with a 14, you, you, you stumble, you don't fall on the corpse, thank God. But, uh, the knight and both of his soldier companions are dead. Uh, you're not quite sure how long you've got before maybe there's a switch out or something happens. Um, but Dahlia, I only need you to make a death save for me, please. It's a five, so it's a fail. It is two failures. So the, the dust settles. As Leaf turns, Moreau cradling the body of Dahlia. It's DC 15 medicine check. So I roll a nat 20. So with a nat 20, I'll say with a nat 20, you pop back up with fucking one hit point. One hit point. Get up, we're going. Going where? I'm gonna quickly search the bodies of all the fallen knights. Yes, go. Go for it. Uh, investigation. That's a 23. 23? Yeah. 23. So it's, it's the notice. The notice saying that they're gonna send people out. Uh, the seal on it is... It's a bit broken. Obviously, because they, they do the wax seal over like where the envelope folds, I think. So you have to crack it to know that it's open. But when you kind of hold it and you're like... And you go to like where the torch is, you're like, what the fuck? And it is a sun, like a sun symbol. Like obviously, the cresting sun. But it's a little bit more extravagant, a little bit more fancy. There's no name sign at the bottom of the notice. The notice stating... The notice stating is... um, This whole block has been cleared out for them to leave their procured goods um, and there will be changeovers where people are sent to relieve them so they could all rest and that sort of stuff but there are no names attached nothing of the like but you have that letter and you have a partial remnant of a seal excellent okay and that's all I find yep so Moreau helps Dahlia up you're incredible incredible still dazed as fuck though. I was just dead <laughs> She doesn't even respond. She's so just out of it and drained at the moment. 
Um, Moreau looks to you. So he's wearing um, long, long, uh, grayish white hair tied back very haphazardly in a braid, not like any like like bands or anything. Um, wearing clogged rags, like going down to about his mid mid shin. Um, very shitty leather like boots, like clothes and all that sort of stuff. Um, but as he's like holding Dahlia up and you find uh, Dahlia that he has um, obviously Chris, Alyssa and Katrina with him um, but he looks to you Leaf and he's like well, where, do we, where do we go now? What do we, what do, we do? Uh, uh, we'll have to go back to where I'm staying uh, it's the only option I think um, maybe <laughs> they won't notice okay you're the expert um, Chris Chris how are the clocks? And you find the big, burly drow covered in lashes. Um, looking a bit weak, but he goes, um, what they do is they start uh, rifling through the stuff and pull the cloaks off the, the cloaks from the knight and the two soldiers, because there's obviously three there. Uh, Chris wears the knight's one because he's kind of bigger, so he kind of fills it out a little bit more. And he gives one to uh, Alyssa and Katrina, and Alyssa holds Katrina and she kind of like just like koala grabs her and she like wraps a cloak around it and then he puts one on and he goes okay um we'll be going into like midnight so we're gonna roll a group stealth check so there's gonna be Dahlia Leaf Chris Alyssa Five. You need three. You need three out of the five to succeed. We're aiming for a DC... DC 15, we'll say. Make it a bit spicy. Are you making the roll? I'm making three for my guys. you got to make your two. Dirty 20. Oh, you disgusting. Get out of my house. <laughs> oh, mine's a... Uh, 21. Okay. So we just so, need one of them to pass. So all of these, so these guys, why don't I close D&D Beyond? I'm such a dummy. Um, they're going to use Moreau's stealth because that's what I've got. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. Where'd he go? I know what I'm doing. Where is this? Skills. Plus three. Okay. I'm going to roll in front of the board so you guys can feel like you're part of the action. Oh my god. Oh, 18, yes. 11, 13. So with an 18, that classifies as a pass. You guys are able to stealth through the city streets and you find yourself back at the inn. By the time you get back, there is only a small candle burning on the, the sill of the, like the counter. The door is still unlocked. The lovely uh, old lady has left it open for you. And um, give me, give me a slight hand lift just to see how loud the bell is. Uh, thirteen. Okay, thirteen. Um, you know, just... yeah, she didn't hear a fucking thing. She rolled <laughs> <on> a three. <laughs> she opened it. I'm just like. Yeah, I'll say you push, you push it and you watch it go to like just go, bing, bing, and just catch it. Like it's like one little, yeah, it's like, it's like a get, kid sneaking in, getting caught eating, ba- eating cheese out of the bag at three a.m. Um, 
But you are able to bring them up to your room. It's a little bit, you know, a little bit tight with a, a few of you in there, but you shut them all That's fucking great and well planned ahead is the amount of food I ordered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all that. Yes. There is still a bit to go. Um, but you find immediately uh, Moro helps Dahlia sit down on the bed and they all sort of like pick a section to sit down in. It's like there's a collective like as they all just breathe for the first time without someone down there next. There's four of three other. No, so four of them. Four, four adults, one child, yeah. yeah. And that's including mm. Dahlia, Chris, Elisa, Moreau, and then yeah. Katrina. So I pass the other three my, like a ration each. Oh, they're, they're very thankful. Like, um, and I just say, this will keep you going until tomorrow. We have breakfast that will come up in the morning when we can have a share of that. So. You see Alyssa, the mother with the, with the uh, young daughter, uh, begins to, like, tears begin to well up on her eyes and she begins to, like, just tear up. And Chris goes down and comforts her. And you realize, like, he's a, like I said, he's a burly dude. Short shock of grey-white hair. Uh, same eyes as Dario, you know, like, the, the sclera going black around the edges, but white on the inside. Um, with like some red veins and stuff and he's big and his his marks on his body are worse than Dahlia's if not just as bad Dahlia you remember like when you guys first got captured he put up the fight the most and they beat him the worst mm-hmm. um, but Moro comes to you and like are you like just on the floor or are you sitting on the bed like what are you doing uh Probably just like standing, standing in the corner, like yeah. just watching. You find he gets up and he comes to walk with you, and he like reaches his hand out and like grabs yours, like hand on top. Thank you so much for coming back for us. Uh, should be thanking her, not me. Looks to you, Dahlia, and you're like near disheveled there. Yeah. As soon as, she, as soon as she was down on the bed, she was all like, I can now rest. <laughs> so Dahlia's out cold, taking a rest. But you find he walks over and it's up to you whether you'd wake up or not, but he like brushes his hand like through your hair and like... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, so did you wake up or would you stay yeah, asleep? Yeah, she would have woken up from that. She yeah. was only just sort of half dozing yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. She's still in a lot of pain. Yeah. You find he's like, and he like puts his hand in. I thought you made the right decision when you ran. I think in your position, I wouldn't have looked back either. But I'm very grateful that you came back. I wouldn't have. Because I'm just little old me. But he, I can trust him. That's why I came back, because I had him. He helped me. He like smiles and he, yeah, brushes a bit of your hair out of your face. Just rest now. Don't have to tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> and he finally walks back up to you. 
And he like, kind of like leans against the wall next to you, Leaf. Yeah, just, just two bros like, scowling in the corner. <laughs> and he, he looks to you, like kind of side-eyed. So what do you have against the church? Maybe we're not only kill soldiers, but you kill a, you kill the knight. You and Dahlia both. Uh, I, I do not personally have anything against the church. I am assisting friends uh, that have a crusade against the church and have just stumbled myself upon the atrocities that they are committing and I cannot stand to watch it. So I am helping. Um, I guess is what's happening, and I stumbled across Dahlia, and I could not help myself. Badly. <laughs> you feel me, brother? What a lame. What a loser. What a loser. Ah, uh, he nods and runs his hand along like his neck and all that sort of stuff. And you can see as he fiddles with it, there's obvious marks where he's been busted up and touched up and stuff. Busted. Busted. Well, I... I really appreciate it. For... Not even just for coming back for us, but for... That's what I do now. <laughs> I guess Leaves I babysitting service. You find uh, his eyebrow goes up. Well, on the high note of what you do, what are you going to do now? Uh, probably. You know what? I'll probably stay here for. A, Few week, few days. Um, have a couple of drinks and wait for my friends to arrive so that I may assist them in their crusade. Well, if your friends are anything like you, they must be good friends. Ah, oh, they are nothing like me. <laughs> well, I was trying to be nice, but, but you know. But I, I, I can see what you're saying, and uh, while they are odd, I have a weird fetish for cinnamon, they are okay, I guess. It's the greatest compliment we're ever going to get from a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> He loves us. He loves us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to try and cover how you really feel, you can roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was honest. <laughs> be, was that completely honest? Yeah. <laughs> so he rolled a fifteen on insight. No, that was honest. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you find as he watches you, like kind of like <laughs> semi stumble through, like trying to pay a compliment. He like gives you like a, a cheeky little like elbow. I'm like. Um, you're not as brooding as you like to think you are, my friend. But, all things considered, 
while this was a small a small victory we need to prepare for the next step which is we need to get out of here and away from this place mm -hmm. yes uh, but I think we should first have a rest there's a bath clean yourselves up tomorrow I will um, I will try and find some clothes for you that is not those ones so for the sake of brevity everyone bathes and the sleeping arrangements are a little bit tight but uh, you allow Alyssa and her daughter Katrina to take the bed and you, the rest of you guys are kind of like just post yourselves up against the wall and like you can all meditate but I feel like those who were incarcerated for lack of a better term would uh, probably sleep probably sleep like like not even like go into a transitive state but just pass out yeah definitely coming into the morning um the way I'll make it work is I'll give you to make me two stealth checks and uh one slide of hand check to see um how you go with uh stealing clothes from oh, I wasn't gonna steal clothes what were you gonna do I was then? just gonna go to the market and like, buy some fucking clothes you wanna buy the clothes oh I was yeah. gonna say you can, you can just tax them if you want it's what you I do I could right? but I'm in a fucking I'm in high spire it's a giant city <laughs> okay okay well scratch that in so we'll say for the sake of brevity you go out early morning into the marketplace and it is bustling pretty soon as soon as you find yourself walking uh, from where you are with the inn more towards the centralised uh, part of the city which is about 15, 17 minutes give or take big walk it's a big city and you're walking like consistently you're like I need to go get clothes to fit people that I have no idea what size they are but I'm going to figure it out and like let's go and you hustle and I'll say let's say for just decent peasant garbs for everybody like something that passes like just normal comfortable we'll say that'll put you back Eleven gold pieces. No, no, make it ten. Make it ten. That's expensive. Actually, no. Yeah, ground. I'm, I keep using gold because we we've been doing big expense. Go. Um. Six silver pieces. Okay. I feel like that makes more sense, right? Because silver is better than copper, but copper's dog shit. And gold is too much. I keep using gold because I'm like, at least got a lot of gold. I'm like, you spend it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I will do is. Uh, that's why. Uh, what is it? I need to convert money. Sorry. Six. Yeah, that makes sense because common clothes are 0.5 of gold piece. Oh, God. I hate being the best. I'm, I'm the fucking. Hold on. Five seconds for ten gold. What am I buying? Right, nobility clothing for these guys. <laughs> little little Katrina comes out with a big frilly collar and a cape. Look how good I look, mother. <laughs> um, that got her. What I, what I will also try and find is uh, makeup. Yeah. So um, for the sake of this. Put it under a disguise kit. Add yeah. a disguise kit to your yeah. inventory. Um, I can't remember if a disguise a disguise kit has a certain amount of um uses before you have to replace it. I can't remember. Um, how much does it cost? 
That's a good question. You've got D&D Beyond. <laughs> have a look. Actually, I will when I add it. Everything's loading slowly. Hmm. Holy hell. Yeah, it's fine. How much money you got? This is why Dawn keeps all the fucking money. I told you I sold a horse. Dawn, Dawn, who's that? (laughs) She sounds really cool. Yeah, she balling too. (laughs) Yeah, because she's so stingy with everyone's money. Hey, she's just the bookkeeper, alright? She's like the accountant. She makes You know what happened last time you read a book? Listen here, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just having a lot of issues with the inventory side of this. It's just not loading. That's okay. Well, that's okay. We'll say just just make a note that you spend twenty five gold and you get a disguise kit. Um, you have access to the internet. It seems, Sky. Yes. Can you please double check? Does a disguise kit have charges, for lack of a better term, like uses? You'd hope so for twenty five fucking gold pieces, eh? I, I assumed you could use it. All the time. But that's what I thought. I just want to double check because I. Oh yeah, it just adds proficiencies to your um, uh, to any ability checks you make to create a visual disguise. So deception, usually I would assume. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Uh, which is which is charisma. So it basically just gives you um, you get to add your proficiency bonus to your charisma checks. Um. Okay. So you got a disguise kit and you open it up and it's like so you know some padded makeups and you know there's some um weird like oils in there to like dye hair color and all that sort of stuff <coughs> yeah, not terribly charismatic <laughs> i wonder if the ears have something to do with it man <laughs> um bro anyway yeah so i'll i'll go back guys uh here uh, here's some fresh clothes and i've also purchased a kit here that perhaps we could paint your faces to be more my skin tone in order to pass you through the streets. Yeah, so you find some little peasant guy, long sleeves, smart move. Um, some stuff with like some collars and obviously you guys still have your cloaks so you can still wear your cloaks at the top but there would be, I would say there'd definitely be enough where it's like you're able to powder up like that purpley grey skin just to make it look a little bit more lighter. You would definitely suffer under scrutiny but enough that if you guys are moving through a crowd with purpose, you definitely can do that. So what I would say is, depending on what the plan is next, if you guys plan to go into the street, then I'll have everyone roll, um, I'll have all the, the drow roll deception checks, and then obviously whatever happens, happens. But what do you plan to do now? You see him as Moreau puts on the clothes, and he comes up and casts a hand on his shoulder, and he's like, I cannot thank you enough, my friend, for doing everything for us. Now raises the bigger question. How do we get out of here? Do you have a horse? Do you have a cart? I do not know. Um, I guess the best point of action would be to just walk out the front gates, I guess. 
they don't stop everyone moving through the gates, so I'll... You said your friends were coming, didn't you? True, correct. Uh-huh. And these friends like to get rid of the church people. Yes, I mean, well, yes, you could stick around and attempt to help us with that if that is what you wish. Well, I mean, I don't know necessarily about helping, but why are we trying to leave when the sharks are still circling us? We wait until his friends come. They do some fishing, clean out the sharks, and then clear waters for this us to swim out with. Uh, fair point, I guess. Uh, give me a second. I'll go down to the innkeeper. Little innkeeper, yeah, definitely. So you find a uh, new day, new bright white colored blouse, a different style of bolo tie. This time it is a jackalope skull and uh, with a nice blue ribbon in her hair is up in a slightly sideways beehive bun and her big thick x-ray specs and she's like oh hello dear hello you today fine thank you uh, how are you i'm not i'm gonna get up early but it's good another beautiful day i'm thankful to be alive <clears throat> haven't seen quincy yet so my breakfast will be ready i'd say it within an hour oh perfect uh listen how much do you think it would cost me um, to book this room for, say, a week and continue the food service for the entire week? Just breakfast and dinner. Make a persuasion check for me real quick. Her beehive looks good. Your behind looks good. <laughs> Be- no, Lee! <laughs> Maybe with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, it was a one. With advantage? Oh, it was with advantage? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a f- three. <laughs> <laughs> And you find she playfully slaps your hand and goes, Oh, what did you do? I appreciate it, but uh, I was once married and true love once is good for me. I apologize, young man. You are quite handsome. But with all meals included, I will say for a week, because you've been so kind, we'll put it down to 40 gold. 40? Yeah, 40 gold. Good thing I sold that horse. What was that? I, I I sold my horse when I came into town. That's oh. how I'm funding my very expensive trip to the capital. Oh my, I sure hope he's having a lovely time. There's not a lot of room for horses to run around in here, you know what I mean? They're too busy bowling over children and carts and cabbages and all those sort of things. Lovely. <laughs> um, and and uh, when she... Uh, I, uh, I hand over the 40 gold. Oh, thank you, dearie. You're too kind, but yes, so we can make, if you, you obviously, if you want extra meals, you, you, you'll pay extra, but you'll basically get a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, the, the four is discussed for breakfast, and dinner is perfect. Oh, lovely. Well, that sounds good, then. All good. If you need anything else, come and find me. I don't think I got your name, young man. What is your name? Uh, I, I did tell you last night when I sent that letter. You did? I 
apologize. Mr. Leaf was a that, very that is correct. Very pretty name. My name is Dorothy. If you ever need, you can yell out for me. Thanks. Thank. Thank you. Oh, you can just call me Dot. That's always quick. I if think. She got Alzheimer's. It? I know that for sure. She like introduced herself like three times now. <laughs> <laughs> I said her name, but she didn't actually introduce no. me. Oh, exactly. How dare you try to catch me up? Oh. Well, thank. Thank you for your hospitality, ma'am. I shall be going. Lovely. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye-bye, driver. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, you're able to pay to book out the inn Um, for the rest of the week. Well, uh, it appears... I feel like Leafs is doing so many laps up and down the stairs. Well, uh... It appears that, um, well, you are safe to stay here for a week. I wouldn't recommend leaving, but there is going to be meals for breakfast and dinner, and it is all paid for. Are you going to stay with us? I shall until my friends arrive, yes. Uh, no, <laughs> I've sent the letter for them to come here, so yes. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I knew I could trust you. I knew I made a good decision. You're a good person. Uh, well, it's uh, not what the guys that, that, that I cut the tongue out of said. But <laughs> you I didn't what? say much, but... <laughs> you want you to uh, run that back for me? Yeah, so, what did you just say? The, oh, well, you know how you said I look like I cut tongues out? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, t- turns out that it's the truth. I feel like that's where Funny it comes story. to. It comes to the... But, um, yeah, we'll say, you know, you guys are jovial with each other as... Unless there was anything you wanted to do with the rest of the day like that you have, um, you can basically do whatever you want. But I would say, for brevity's sake, you guys stay within the room. Uh, Dorothy is a very sweet old lady. She never intrudes if she doesn't have to. Um, and she knocks unless there's a response. She will never generally interrupt, so it's always quite easy. Um, and Moreau is quick enough that he's able to disperse her quickly, like, away by tricking her if need be. Um, but, you know, rolling on into the next day, by this point, Leaf, you've been away from your team for about say 11 this has been gone to like day 12 now maybe mm-hmm. and you find as you're walking back say midday into like the 13th day um, just going to see if there's any little bits you want to grab from the markets and stuff you watch as snowflakes starting to fall and it seems that that winter that they spoke about with all the cold snaps and everything has finally caught up as light snowfall begins to drop signaling the true end of harvest and winter is upon you but with that you you patiently await for your friends to arrive uh, while Dahlia, Moreau, and the other drow await Leaf's friends to give them an opportunity to exit 
when they cause a bit of a raucous distraction. And did anyone have anything they wanted to do immediately as the time progresses onwards? Mm. They're going to stay put. They're not risking it. Okay. Excuse <coughs> me. So you wait as the snowfall continues and continues and continues. And eventually, uh, Tremera as a whole, and you'd safely assume that the rest of the country as well, is blanketed in a inch of snow as the cold season rolls in. And you walk through the city streets as, uh, you know, you're put up and you're masked up as well, trying to like protect your face, like screaming through the snow as you get paraded, as you walk back into the inn with old Dorothy and the drow as you await your friend's arrival. And I think that's where we'll end this session. Still didn't go anywhere near where I thought I needed to go. I think we might have to come back and do one more. Oh no. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll see how we roll along because it's getting juicy. And I keep thinking that maybe you'll play it safe and then you just keep killing people. <laughs> That's and what I'm good at. And leaving <laughs> a bloody trail in your wake. That's the Thanks one. for coming in, Sky, and playing another character for Thank us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for oh. letting me step on your toes, Dean. You look shocked when you came in. You're on my toes. It was kind of like when Tanika was like, oh, there's a, you guys are always late. I was like, mm, you guys, I'm the only one here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm going late to my own house. <laughs> in the other room. I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> but thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This has been really fun to do. I kind of like this minimalistic approach to running a campaign. You know, it's like running a mini campaign perpendicular to the normal campaign mm. with a character who is in the normal campaign. And, you know... You'll be and, actual campaign for your character so your character could have a campaign. Yeah, as like, yo, dog, I heard you like campaigns. So you put a campaign in your campaign so you can campaign while you campaign. Yeah. And then, you know, Sky dipping your toes into another character. Um, I got to dip my toes into being a wizard, which was cool. Spicy. Yeah, it was very spicy. And, you know, going into the winter season now, the whole terrain's about to change. It's good to see Leaf back, though. Good to see. Yeah, that was that was hella tight. Yeah. That was hella tight. And that that combat was excellent. Yeah. You know what these these one on like one on one small sessions I find. Two on ones. (laughs) Two on one, but well yeah. I actually find them like a lot very interesting. It's like explore the character a lot more. It's like all one on one time with the character. Yeah, it's a different dynamic when you're playing the character who has to think about the other group and then once you just by yourself, it's like the sense of whether you have really high self preservation or really low self preservation and whether you're willing to take a risk is very different. Yeah. Which I think is always very fun. But we digress. So did anyone have anything that they wanted to plug before I go into our regulars? I do not know. You do not? No. Come on, Sky. You know your own. Check us out at Dungeons and Nerdettes on Instagram. Metallic Thunder Podcasts have done a fantastic job catering to us. Very excited to release the first episode very soon. Yeah, it's going to be finalized and done soon. We're trying to work through some technical difficulties with the equipment, but I'm doing what I can with what I've got because it's fucking expensive. Um, but yes, Dungeon underscore and underscore no debts. Sitting in and producing that first episode was a fucking hoot. 
I loved it so much. Seeing an all-girls group and have such a wonderful dynamic on hot mics right off the bat is truly something special. And I really hope everyone listening to this likes it. Watch it get more popular than us. I won't be surprised. <laughs> um, so we'll go through with our regular... And now for your regularly scheduled broadcasts... Go fuck yourself, San Francisco. Um, <laughs> at underscore dive, holler underscore bream. You make all that custom dice. They... They're just cool. They look good. If you want sharp edge resin dice that are not like the others and you want something that stands out, fucking go to Dive with your holder. Don't be a stooge. Stooge? And even um, if you're anemic, don't be a bitch. It might cut you, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's that? You're a hemophiliac? Shut up and roll these dice. Ready? Ooh. Yeah, baby. That's a seven. <laughs> um, at Reckless Creatures for all the D&D inspired merchandise. I do it like old band shirts. It's fucking... Hella tight. That's just fucking gangster. Um, at Michael Gelfry Music, for all the sound effects that we use, Michael Gelfry has been accumulating hundreds and hundreds of ambient sound effects to use in your D&D, your Pathfinder, or any of your other RPG games. He does sci-fi, westerns, high fantasy. Uh, I believe he even does city stuff. And you know what? For a lot of us podcasters and streamers, Michael allows us to use it for free as long as we... Acknowledge where it comes from. So that's awesome. Thanks, Michael Gelfi. Uh, we're going to do at Clerical Clothing because we like them. They look cool. They're wizard school shirts, a gangster, and we're coming out of winter now. So it's like, mm, might be hot, but your steez might be hotter. <laughs> um, we're also going to uh, plug our friend Bailey, who did our character artwork because Bailey's been hanging out with us since day one. Lama Endia, L-A-M-A-E-N-D-I-R-R, and he streams on Twitch and puts stuff on Instagram with you, Sky. Where can we find you guys? All caffeine, no talent. It's in the name. Take it literally. Ain't that the fucking truth? Alrighty then. I'm just trying to make sure I haven't uh, forgotten about anybody. I don't think so. Oh, Myers Digital, M-E-Y-E-R-S dot digital, uh, designing some nifty stuff for us. And uh, Myers Digital is just cool. I just think it's cool. They're after that. Um, is there anything else? Oh, yeah. Shout out to the homie Chase. Uh, Chase. Jace. It's a, it's a J, not a CH, I promise. Uh, he helped me record our jingle and our uh, intro music that I wrote. And I'm just trying to make sure I haven't forgotten anybody because my memory is really bad. Um, but I don't think I have. You know what? No, I have. Seb makes stuff. God damn it. I'm oh, sorry, Seb. I was it. gonna I was gonna say it, but I thought you'd already said it and I was like, oh. No, <laughs> I've been up since 4 a.m. I do apologize. Seb makes excellent terrain stuff for RPGs, dioramas. It's all on YouTube. Go fucking follow him. It's so cool. He's helping us make stuff for the podcast. He helped us make the terrain set for our big ship session called Between a Harpoon. Uh, with a harpoon in a, a hard, hard place. place. Uh, Caught between a harpoon and a hard place. That was awesome. That was good fun, and I know the guys loved it. It looked great on the table. But go follow Seb for that stuff. He's going to be in here very soon, I'm sure. <laughs> but other than that, uh, unless anyone else has got anything they want to plug, I think that's going to be us for this evening. That's going to be Sky, Dean, and Cody signing off from Obvious Magic. You guys have a wonderful night. Bye-bye See now. Ya. Bye.